Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Shooting the Shit with Two Naughty Black Eyes. I know. Yes, we're still doing this, and we're still going strong. I am your host, King Kaz. I am joined by my good friend and co-host of Equal Hostitude, the one, the great, just call me DJM. What's up, Kaz? Uh, we are still doing this. Um, do, do you want to quit? Do, do you want to stop? No. no. All right. Okay, cool. Um, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Two Nerdy Black Guys. Kaz, my friend, what's going on? Yeah. It's been not uh, terribly too long, but it's been a little bit. So uh, tell me some has- things. Talk to me, my friend. Uh, I mean, it, it's weird now because before it would be like, oh, there would kind of be these these moments in between talking to each other. But now with uh, uh, sports odds and ends, uh, we, we, we talk pretty consistently. So... Uh, it's not always as long as it is sometimes between two nerdy black guy episodes. Uh, but I don't know. There's, there's just been a lot of stuff going on trying to, trying to figure out how to, how to be a YouTuber, how to do that. I want to ask you about that. Actually, I have no idea, man. I have no fucking idea. (laughs) I'll be honest. I I think I have it figured out. I have, I have it figured out exactly what I want to do and how I want to do it. I just don't have a camera because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saving for like a legit good camera because people have been telling me my webcam is fine. I have a C920, uh, like a lot of people, and it's great for live streams and all of that. But because the type of YouTube video I want to do is going to be, uh, I'm going to make this project that I have, I'm going to try and make it super professional. It's yeah. going to be almost academic, very like high level analytical stuff. So I, I intend to have this with a very, very, very good camera. I'm not talking like maybe a $4,000 camera or something, but it, it's actually going to be something that is going to look really legit. But yeah, looking? right now it's, it's more of a money thing for me right now with that. Uh, also, I've had the stomach flu lately. Last few days, I was truly out of commission. I was out of work for three whole days with the stomach flu, and that sucked. Like, yeah. you can't even take your, like, I take acid reflux medication. Uh, I couldn't, a couple of days this week, I could not get the medication down with a glass of water. I could not get it down, and I could not keep it down. Um, so I was, in pretty bad shape physically, which just left me wrecked, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's what's been happening with me. Uh, Yomacon, of course, but I'm going to talk about that on APOS. But, uh, how about you, man? How about you? Um, so, like I said, the, the, trying to figure out the YouTube stuff, um, trying to figure out stuff for my own channel, trying to figure out stuff for the, dkg channel and i will say the the best thing about that is it's always nice when even at its smallest um having a community of of people who are always willing to like help even even just a little bit like with tiny tiny things that that you sometimes don't think of but you're like man holy shit i'm glad somebody was willing to like upfront the help for that so uh, those things have been super helpful in this in this journey for myself. Other than that, 
Um, it's really been a lot of getting back into video games uh, lately. Playing a lot of those Blizzard games that they put out, those Overwatches and those Heartstones. Mm. Not the WoWs, because. Uh, uh- as you know, in, in recent months, I have rediscovered my love of fighting games and jumped back into the world of fighting games. I've, I've dabbled a little bit with King of Fighters 14. Uh, I bought Overwatch, played it a little bit. Uh, so I, I hear you. I hear you. And, um, video games are fun. They are. You, you know what it is? I've, I've, since doing the sports show, um, it, it's been reinvigorating my want to to pay attention um, to pay attention to like other other mediums and other sports. Like I would kind of watch football here and there. I'd kind of pay attention to basketball every once in a while when somebody would be like, "Hey, you you got to pay attention to this game or that game or you know whatever." Um, and I would watch league like that. That was my sports. Um, but now it's it's I don't know it's been pushing me to care about all the other stuff and in doing sports odds and ends like so I've been paying attention to like the growing scene for for fighting game stuff the growing scene for Overwatch now because uh, Overwatch has been growing as a competitive scene and it's been really really interesting um, to see how Blizzard is trying to to do this from the behind the scenes. Um, because they just recently had their big convention, BlizzCon. Um, All right. The, Let me the, ask you something, because yes. you brought up something really interesting with, with sports odds and ends, because I'm kind of in the same place with you. Uh, now, recently, thanks to sports odds and ends, I'm, I'm watching more sports content. Uh, and we should, specifically... We should also uh, say, I want- this isn't an endorsement of Sports Odds and Ends. We're just talking about Sports Odds and Ends because we both happen to work on that show. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking but about. Yeah. This is a full endorsement of Sports Odds and Ends. If you're a fly-by-night sports fan, you should listen to Sports Odds and Ends with King Kaz and our buddy JVZ with yours truly uh, on the ones and twos producing and editing and recording. This is an endorsement. God damn it. You should listen to it. Uh, but anyway, Cass, let me ask you something since, since we're, we're dabbling into sports just for a tiny bit, just for a minute. I have realized in recent times that there is a big, big difference between college football and the National Football League pros. And I've realized I really, really, really enjoy the college game uh, in comparison to the pros. How do you feel about that? What do you think? There was for a very long time that I did not watch the NFL. I only watched college. Um, And I, I much more like you said, because you you know what it is? I, I, I just feel like college is a lot more exciting and it's a lot more interesting. And you, you sometimes see a lot more creative things in, in college, like play calling and, and play styles and things like that, that you don't you like football in itself is always go for the safe, like go for the safe play, go for that, go for that really safe. Uh, let's get those two yards uh, so that in the next play we can try to get six. Whereas college is like, all right, 
Let's bet it all on this first down and try to get a touchdown. We're throwing a 50-yard pass, and then we're going to shovel pass it to the running back. Uh, and then what's going to happen is we're going to – a horse is going to appear on the field, and we're going to conjure a witch doctor. And you're just like, Who, who's calling these plays? Like, And it's uh, kind of brilliant. That That's the college yeah. game. It's that whole spread offense. It's the air raid offense. I've been learning the terms because I'm a producer. Uh, it's all of those things in college that are way more interesting where you see these – crazy high scoring games you'll see the the crazy wackadoo plays and i find that to be much more entertaining and and in recent times you've heard so much about how the nfl is going down in ratings and Mm -hmm. the college game is still pretty high and i I was just wondering if, if you had noticed that the college game is is a bit more fun than than the pros, or, or if I'm in kind of the minority on that one. No, I mean I don't know. I've, I kind of always have felt that way, but there's always that thing kind of pulling at you. Uh, again. Disclaimer, everybody: I am a Detroit native, so I've had to deal with Lions football my whole life. So I don't really know what good football at the professional level looks like. Let's just say that as a disclaimer. I don't okay. really know. I've had the University of Michigan and Michigan State in my life, but I also have the Lions to deal with. So there's a really big differential here. I feel you. Uh, I definitely do. Like, I definitely understand. Like, the having a a team that you want to kind of care about but can't because they're just they're just so bad that you can't like and it's not that you don't care about them it's just like i'm not gonna watch i'm not gonna do that to myself like i'm not i'm not gonna just go watch them get beat uh right but then at the same time as we said there's just this thing there's just this energy to most college games that just isn't in the nfl and I've been to a game in Ann Arbor and in East Lansing uh, for Michigan and Michigan State. And I don't know, maybe it's just because it's college kids, but it is, as the kids like to say, uh, well, no, I'm not going to say that. That That's really lame. I'm just going to say it's a pretty exciting atmosphere, uh, a college football game. It really is. Yeah, I, I agree. I do agree. So, hey, man, um, here on this show, we're both DC guys, right? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guested on a show uh, called Three Black Geeks uh, where we talked about Doctor Strange. Uh, have you seen Doctor Strange yet, Cass? Nah, I've been holding off because I don't like seeing movies like I don't like seeing movies like in that first realm when they come out. I like to give them a little a little sitting space, let them let them air out a little bit, and then I'll go in and, and do it. Um, well, in that case, uh, I can give a full five star glowing endorsement to Doctor Strange. Uh, well, I, I will say of of all the Marvel movies, um, and and it, just the Marvel movies of all the Marvel movies, this is the one I'm kind of been the most excited to want to see. Because Doctor Strange is such an interesting character, um, and even even in comic books, his his uh, 
uh, his backstory and all that stuff are are really interesting. It was and it's it was terrific, Kaz. It really was yeah. terrific. Uh, I left the movie immediately saying, "This is my favorite Marvel movie." It is. It is without question. All of the other Marvel movies in the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I've always gone to see with friends or because they were excited. And it wasn't that I, that I didn't like them. I just knew that they weren't a movie that I got super excited for. I left Doctor Strange immediately wanting to see it again, which has never happened with any of the Marvel movies. And... Mm-hmm. I will also highly recommend, if you can see it in an IMAX theater, see it in an IMAX theater, Kaz. It is wonderful. It's a wonderful movie in IMAX. I will, I will try that. I will try that. I will see if, if I can pull that off. Because I, I really do want to see this movie. Like, I've, um, so, I've, we've talked about this before, and I'm not I'm not a big Marvel guy, right? Like there there are a couple of stories and characters here and there that I like in Marvel, Spider Man, and Doctor Strange being one of them. More more Spider Man, but but a Doctor Strange has this really interesting like just energy about that whole story and that whole dynamic and and how it works with the whole mystics and and things like that um and it feels so much more dc to me than anything else in the marvel realm um with kind of how maybe that's why i liked it i guess maybe that's why i liked it so much (laughs) um and i think i think benedict cumberbatch like is he it's almost just as perfect of a cast as casting uh uh Patrick Stewart I can't think of his name Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart. as Professor Xavier you know like it it just is like you you wouldn't think of it at first and I I understood why why a couple of people had that momentary like <laughs> And then after you think about it and think about how good of an actor that man is, you're like, hmm. And like, yeah. I'll tell you, Cass, he's not even the best actor in the movie. Ooh. Um, tr- truthfully, uh, Tilda Swinton as the ancient one I knew you were gonna is say that. terrific. And Cass, It's racist. Uh, <laughs> and you, you've probably seen and read the interviews how the writer of the movie, uh, he felt as though he was kind of in a, a lose-lose. Because he was thinking that if he were to go with an Asian actor for the role of the Ancient One, people would get on him for, for saying, well, okay, you picked an Asian actor to play this wise old Asian master. And then he picked Tilda Swinton to kind of flip that around. Uh, and then people were like, yeah, what are you doing, man? You're whitewashing this. And he said in interviews, it was like, I was completely aware of this. This was something that we seriously thought about. And there is a moment in this movie that I'm not going to spoil for you, Kaz, because I really do want you to see this. There is a moment in the movie where this is sort of referenced. Like, they they kind of point it out. And... Mm. In the case of Tilda Swinton, she does so well. 
uh, along with Mordo, uh, the Ejetophor guy, I can't say his first name, uh, the performance in the performances in this movie were absolutely top notch. You see how many high quality veteran actors are in the Thor movies. This mm. movie is like that. It just has like these venerable, great actors in it, and it all just works so well. Yeah. You, so, so there are a lot of things I'm excited about, right? Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Like, I'm, I haven't seen this yet. Like, but I'm already excited to see where this is gonna go because I kind of, I kind of know the mythos of Doctor Strange, and I know a lot of the the characters within the Doctor Strange realm, like Mordo being a very big character in the Doctor Strange realm, um, and it just is like, it it. It, it's so hard for me to just like not get super giddy about where this could go and what this could be uh, going into the future, but it definitely it definitely looks exciting and it definitely feels like it, it's going to be interesting, especially how they're going to treat the Mordo character in his mythos uh, going going forward because um, he has a really interesting story going into the the doctor strange stuff um but the other thing i was gonna say we always talk about really good um really good uh animated versions of comic books i think it is still on netflix doctor strange's animated movie that's on there is very good quality um like it, it it's 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 DC quality of animated movie. Oh, for Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yes, it is. It is very, very good. Um, if you, if you, DJM, have not watched it, or you, the viewers out there, have not watched it, definitely go watch it. Especially if you're, if you like kind of the the animated superhero movies, or you just like animated movies in general. It's super good. It's super good. Um. I'm pretty sure it probably hits a lot of the tones that the movie does because uh, they tend to pull from these mediums a lot, like the animated movies and things like that, um, as well as the comic books. So really, 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 really good space to, to pull from. You've definitely caught my interest because I looked I left this feeling like this is my Marvel movie. I finally have my guy in the Marvel universe now, and yeah. I'm I'm overjoyed by it. I, think I might se- I might see it a third time. This second half of the Marvel stuff seems rather exciting. I'm 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 kind of excited to see what they're going to do with um Spider Man and kind of some of these other things that they have coming down the pipeline for Marvel, like. You know, is it just me or like post Avengers Marvel movies are all looking like way better than things pre Avengers? Yeah, I and I think it's because you're getting into the more interesting characters like they went with the well-known characters outside of the Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe. And now you're going to get into the really interesting characters. And then this for me even makes it like more interesting for me to see those side character DC movies because 
I I want to see the side character DC movies outshine the 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 well known DC characters. Like I want to see that cyborg movie just be weirdly also Kaz. Yes, in the trailers for Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. there was a very unique, a very unique teaser for the Ghost in the Shell movie. I wasn't gonna bring it up. I, 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 that's what I've been sitting here thinking about if we should bring it up or if we should not bring up uh, some of the teasers that have been released and talk about our feelings going into this. Well, I, I'm going to save my thoughts, my hot take on the Ghost in the Shell movie for uh, anime podcast of some sort. But we can talk about Wonder Woman. I'm excited for Wonder Woman. I'm really excited for Wonder Woman too. That theme I song for Wonder Woman is so good. Like, I think just, everyone likes that theme song. And I'm glad yeah. they're continuing to use it. It was in uh Batman versus Superman and I think they recognize that Wonder Woman now has her own theme song, which is pretty amazing. I think Everyone is really, really excited for Wonder Woman. Yeah. I will say, like, the, the biggest thing about it is it, it seems to actually have humor in it in really good ways. Like, that trailer shows a lot of moments of kind of silly, fun adventure stuff going on. Like, like you know, the fish out of water kind of stuff and, like, all that other, like... And, and just a lot of jokes that are being made that the DC stuff was just kept saying they weren't going to make. I will agree with you to a point, mm-hmm. but I don't want the DC movies to try and be like the Marvel movies. That's what I'm hoping. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want them to try to be like the Marvel movies. I'm. I'm. I'm fine with them finding their own space, but I also don't want them to to separate themselves so much that they're like we're we're gonna make sure we're nothing like the marvel movies that they miss opportunities to have really good moments because they're trying to deviate so much um like i i so that's why i'm glad that this seems to have a good mixture of drama and some humor with the fish out of water stuff and like this this but it still has that good serious tone that the DC movies have been trying to have uh with a good narrative so i'm fine with everything else around that i just like that i there, there are, are some moments of comic relief which is important yeah yeah and that's what i'm saying i'm i'm glad that those things exist in that so so we're both excited for wonder woman we're both excited uh, for wonder I'm, woman I'm truly telling you, go see Doctor Strange, and especially if you can see it in IMAX, see it in IMAX. Yeah, I will. I will. I will do my best. I will do my best. So, right. I, I was looking. I was looking for something related to the Wonder Woman uh, stuff, and it brought up something else. And I don't know if you've seen this, but have you seen the Logan trailer? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. So I'm I'm really not sure what to make of it. I've watched it a few times and I, I yeah, can't quite it figure times. it out. So I I know 
a little bit of the storyline that they're pulling from. I don't I don't know it that well. Um, I read a couple of the old man Logan comic books uh, when my brother had them when we were younger. Um, but I don't remember the whole story arc of old man Logan. But this. Like, I don't know what it is, but it actually is. It actually kind of pulled me in. It was a really good trailer. Um, but I have not liked really any of the the X-Men, like the last few X-Men movies or uh, the like. I, I only saw like one of the Wolverine movies and I didn't really care for it so much that I didn't want to see the others. And now I want to see this. And I'm just like, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I just, I don't know how I feel that I want to see. I think movie. it's because this is such a dramatic departure from the X-Men movies and the Wolverine movies. It's so far apart yeah. that you can't help but be a little bit intrigued by it. Yeah. Like, At least that's how I feel. I feel like, you know, it's so different that I can't help but be a little curious. Yeah, I mean, I will say, I will say, of all the things, right, Hugh Jackman does play a good Wolverine. It's just, I feel like the X-Men movies haven't been treated very well. Um, And the Wolverine movies haven't been treated very well in what they are. But I definitely, definitely, definitely think this one is like almost a saving grace in, in some way. Because it just, it looks so ingraining and it looks so like it 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 pulls you in so much like i would say that one of the positives is that it doesn't feel like a x-men movie and it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like a wolverine movie it does not feel like a typical superhero action movie which i think is desperately needed right now where it doesn't have that superhero movie vibe you know what it you know what it kind of reminds me of it in in a way it reminds me of like an old cop revenge movie or an old cowboy revenge movie yes you have like this cowboy who's old and grizzled and like it's been out of it but something drags him back in and he's such a badass you know it's just i don't it's so good i i will say i'm intrigued i'm not super hyped for it but i am intrigued yeah i think i'm in that same i think i'm a little bit more intrigued than you um but i am definitely intrigued and and I'm I'm trying to figure out if I'm excited or not, and I can't I can't figure it out. Like, but it it it's in this space where I'm just like, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> like, it, it's like, okay, Logan, y- you look a little interesting. I I I might check you out. I might. I Damn feel it. like in the case of I feel like in the case of Logan, it's one of those wait till the review co- reviews come out for it movies for me. Yeah, That's what it is. Wait till other people see it. Don't be the first person to go see it. Yeah. Like, I, I took the bullet for Doctor Strange and totally worth it. See it. See it. See it. Um, I have no problem being the first person saying I was one of the first for that movie. I have no problem with it. See it. Yeah. 
But in the I, case I, of I, Logan, eh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. But no, I, I definitely agree with you. Like, Doctor Strange is definitely worth a just, a, you don't need any other information. Just go see it. Just just go. It's such a it's such a good movie. Like, I haven't even seen it yet, and I know it's such a good movie. Um, and again, I stress, if you can see it in IMAX, <laughs> see it in IMAX. Because Doctor Strange is such a trippy thing, and, and and as soon as I saw the trailers yes. and it had all the colors and like trippy teleportation things and like just these it's crazy it's, sequences, it's legit, Kaz. It's yeah. so good in IMAX. It was it was a visual orgasmic experience on the eyes and the brain. Like yeah. I've never done LSD before. <laughs> but and I know that a lot of what came in Doctor Strange in the comics originally kind of came from that kind of psychedelic influenced landscape. Uh, yeah. Stan Lee's cameo uh, in this movie will especially make sure that everybody remembers that. Uh, but yeah, th- this was a wonderful visual experience in some yeah. moments. Especially because one of my favorite movies of all time is Inception. There's a little bit of Inception in here too, and it's it's really good. Yeah, like, ah, ah, see it, Kaz. See it. I might have to go see it this week. Yeah, I think I'm gonna just go see it this week. Yes. I, I was waiting for a friend to go see it with her, but I think I, I think I'm gonna just have to tell her. Here's what you'll do. See it by yourself the first time, and then take her with you to see it in the IMAX. No, I'm going to go see it in the IMAX, and I'll I'll be like, yo, nerd, I already saw this, but I'm going to see it again. (laughs) And then we're going in IMAX. Because you know how people are with IMAX or or 3D. It's always like, eh, I don't know. Like, no, no. See this one in IMAX. 3D. Sometimes, sometimes, I'm not going to lie, not going to lie. I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a cheapo, and uh, people will be like, "Hey, let's go see that in uh, in IMAX." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to pay that extra price." <laughs> like, and, and this is one of those times, Kaz. I'm telling you, yeah, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. It's good. Yeah, yeah it's you should. All right, all right. Th- this is one of those moments where I always say, if it is worth paying for, if it is a quality product. I will happily pay money for it. Doctor Strange in IMAX is one of those times. God damn you. All I'm right. just being I'm real with you. Plan- I'm going to have to make plans now. And uh, I wasn't planning on making plans, but now I have to make plans. Make plans, man. Make plans. Have a lunch while you're out there. Do the thing. Yeah. Like I did that. What did I, just, what did I recently go see? the hell did i recently go see i went and saw a movie not too long ago and uh, i don't know boggling my mind what i went and saw i don't know uh, was it suicide squad my condolences no that wasn't recent though what the fuck did i go see this is gonna kill know, me but, now but i just saw something really funny uh, for everyone out there and for you, Kaz, we've all seen the, the key and peel, uh, East West Bowl skits. 
uh, with the college players, the college football players with the wacky names. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. I have uh, the Michigan versus Iowa game on on mute right now, and I just saw an Iowa player for the University of Iowa. Uh, he has, uh, his last name apparently is Beat Hard. Oh, man. And that is yeah. wonderful. That makes me happy. Oh, <laughs> I feel I feel for him. I mean, he's a football player, so I'm pretty sure he can defend himself. But I, I'm I bet he's perfectly happy with it. I I don't know if he's like a, a lineman, but uh, I actually think he was a running back. But if you were a lineman, wouldn't that be one of the best names to have? If you were mm-hmm. like this six five, three hundred pound defensive tackle, and your last name was Beat Hard, wouldn't that be fantastic? <laughs> I, I guess so. I, I, with I, the with the second overall pick, the Cleveland Browns select Jeremiah Beat Hard, defensive tackle, and he's gonna beat the quarterback hard. Oh goodness. Jesus. What? I'm not making this dirty, Kaz. Shame on you. I am in my own brain. It, it, it's gone to a place. It's it's filth now. It's filth. Shame. It's what my brain does, dude. It just makes Shame. Sense. It's who I am. Shame. And who I am. Shame. You know another thing? Uh, 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 before we get into this bit too much, I've been getting back into comic books, DJM. Um, I've been, I've been getting back into reading the old comic books there. Mm. And, and initially, initially, I kind of stuck to my comfort zone. I went back to the Batmans and I've been checking out kind of some of the Batman stuff I've been missing. I thought it was really good. Um, and in that realm, I found a series of stories uh, that came out during the New 52 run um, called We Are Robin. Um, and it is a very interesting take on the the ever-continuing universe of Batman, where these kids, uh, during during the time of the disappearance of Batman, took up the mantle of Robin as a group and not as an individual. Um, and used kind of all their different skills that they had. Like there were kids who were get good with computers. There were kids who were good at building things. Uh, you had the kids who were, you know, good at fighting and being athletic and stuff like that to help each other patrol the city in, and feel as thus they were making a difference. And I, I kind of really like the tone of this book in being um, this this very uh, uh, the grouping of, of kids who wouldn't otherwise group together, grouping together for a cause, even even though in this mythos, it's it's the bat family cause kind of thing. But I so found it's it like the really bat family breakfast club. And yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because you kind of have the jock um, whose costume, like, looks like a football player Robin. And we have the nerdy (laughs) girl and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, He has on, like, shoulder pads and stuff like that. Um, But it's still 
Okay, clearly this was done by design then. This is the freaking Bat Breakfast Club. Quick, like, Google uh, We Are Robin, uh, and you'll see, like, kind of the costume design of the kids. Um, it, and it's it's very interesting, and it's very stylized. And um, I, I am enjoying the, the first two bo- books that I've uh i picked up um the only thing odd about it is in these comic books i always find it very odd when these things exist in these realms um and then you paint these pictures of these things that exist in these realms but it, it gets lost in kind of the the giantness that is the comic book mythos, you know, because things don't spread out over books like they would in the, in in a very actual connected universe. They're they're kind of pieced together, so there's always these like connecting things, like um, the story of of the the Court of Owls in in Gotham from the batman version of things that happened it was very like only batman and robin were there and in the robin book you know well in the nightwing book i should say not not robin um it 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 has this more mix but then there's all these stories that connect the we are robin stuff to that and i'm just like i I almost wish they didn't do that like because it, it just feels so oddly placed after reading everything else and that was the thing that got me out of comic books in the first place was like having to figure out where everything was connected in between books and like all right so that wait all right so book seven of that is connected to book two of this but then book three of that isn't a continuation of that that something totally different you know and i it sometimes gets to be too much with comic books um yeah Tell me about it. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, uh, Delta Juliet Mike Media has allowed Brandon Cooper, King Kaz, his allotted contractual time to talk about Batman. Uh, Batman, Batman. I, I have... Batman. <laughs> Batman. Uh, Kaz, believe it or not, I've actually finally... It's been a while since I've actually discovered a new anime that I'm enjoying. Uh, I've been... It's... Anim- well, you, you can leave the anime to me because I'm drowning in it. Uh, because my the Friday Anime Club that I go to uh, at the comic shop, uh, they have people pick out anime, and there has been one that we just started watching that I really like. Uh, it is called Zipang, which is, I guess, another word for Japan. Uh, it is kind of a supernatural-ish historical drama where there is this ship. It is a modern Japanese naval ship that, through some sort of weird circumstance, gets transplanted back to 1942. And now they have to, for the lack of a better term, tread the waters of what they're going to do in the midst of World War II. 
Uh, it starts off with them saying, we can't alter history. We can't alter history. Oh my god, time travel, history. But then the war, and the war is happening right now, but we're from modern Japan where everything's kind of okay, and but we're still cool with the Americans now. But now we're back in 1942, and things are not cool with the Americans at all. But we can't alter history. Oh my god. And there's some really cool nautical stuff. Like they're, they're at war on the sea. It's pretty cool. And they pick up a, a casualty, uh, a guy that was a bomber, a Japanese bomber. And now all, there's all of these implications about history and time travel and the war. And it's really cool that they picked out an anime that wasn't like, super cutesy and super duper anime because i don't like the super duper cutesy super anime kind of shows most of the time so yeah i finally have an anime that i'm really enjoying because since we took a break from it's in season for the fall um there wasn't a lot out there that i was really watching not for anime not for wrestling not for anything really i was just kind of like not watching much of anything or doing much of anything so i got an anime again and i'm just gonna start diving back into all of that stuff it's been it's been a little while like i think whatever it was that was in my stomach bugging me for the last few days it it got that funk out of my system literally and now i'm i'm ready to start watching stuff again kaz so i'm gonna start watching some some animus I might mm. pick up King of Fighters 14 again, and uh, I'm going to dive into the wrestling again, because after Fanny Pack, I, I've kind of kind of stopped on the wrestling, but I'm ready to dive back in again. I Have would, you ever I, had that happen to you, Kaz, where for just no real reason, you just kind of stop doing all of the stuff that you do? Whether it's work yeah, or, no, or no, whatever, no. I, it's just I, like, yeah. I have those. And then moments. it just hits you. It just hits you one day where it's like, I'm not doing anything. I have that moment all the time. Like, like it, it's, it's so ridiculous. Like, it, I'm trying to think the last thing I had that with. I, I think it's anime where I just, I was watching a lot of anime because I just recently got my Crunchyroll subscription over at Crunchyroll.com. You can too. Um, and I just, I don't know. And then all of a sudden I just, I, I wasn't watching anything like, and it, it was just like every time I've gone to go look at something, I'm just like, oh, I, I don't want to watch anime right now. I don't like and I just always end up looking for something else. And I'm just like, like, fuck. I just, I need to find something to like, I don't know. It just, it's just so odd. Sometimes you just kind of hit the wall, you know? Yeah. And then once you, once you hit the wall, you can stand up and be like, all right, I'm, I'm all right. Let, let's, let's get back on it. Let's go. Yeah. Definitely. And and that's what I'm, I'm I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to Ironically, this happened after I was sick at home for three days and not before. 
So, so I could have, you know, just sat at home sick for three days and watched Crunchy Rollin' or watched a bunch of wrestling, but I didn't. Cause, yeah. oh well, timing. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Anime used to be so therapeutic and fun for me. And I've just, I don't know, I've gotten, it's gotten away from me. And I gotta, it's I think probably I gotta my find fault. My, it's probably my fault. I, I, I you know, find- I'm, I gotta find a good series that puts me back in. That is just like, oh man, I want to watch this. I want to finish this. I want to continue um, watching. I can when I can I throw can some finish. things at you. See see what you think of them. Throw some things at me, and I'll I'll give it the old anime two episodes. Um, have you checked out One Punch Man? I watched like a couple of minutes of an episode, but I I never ended up finishing it. I need to go give that series because it's right up my alley in the style of episodes that i like so i definitely need to go check that out i feel like you can you can whet your appetite with one punch man that that, that's a good one to jump back in on uh it's got a dub even uh if if you want to watch that too you know give so you don't have to read or just keep it locked in how fucking dare you dj how fucking dare you i'm so triggered right now that you said this to me Oh, shut up. Be quiet. A dub. Oh, you're not one of you're not one of those, are you? I don't watch dubs. Oh, really? Are you you really are one of those guys? Like dubs. Okay. All right. Well, for for everyone else, for everyone else, if you don't want to read the subtitles, One Punch Man is it's fun and it does have a dub. So and and I think it's still on Toonami, so yeah. That that would be Kaz for you. I would say One Punch Man. I'm down I'm down with watching One Punch Man. I will I will watch it, but I don't I don't I, I mean Dub- was I was I wrong on Gotham, Kaz? No, you weren't wrong. I know I didn't I did Was I wrong on Sleeping Dogs, Kaz? I never said you were wrong about sleeping dogs. I just never had I'm gotten just, around to sleeping dogs. I'm just saying, Kaz, I got you. I got you. No, I'm not saying you're wrong about One Punch Man. I'm just saying I got to get over the hump. I got to get over the hump. I got to start watching anime again, you know. And I got to I got to find that that thing to pull me in, you know. Like and and old DJM is is going to try and steer you in the right direction. That's what I'm going to try and do. With Kuriko no basketball, that that pulled me back in for a while, like because I really enjoyed the the ridiculousness of that anime. Um, That's a good choice. Uh, and I think One Punch Man has that same amount of ridiculousness to just kind of pull me in and be fun and like just entertaining. And I, I love good, fun, entertaining anime. Then I think you will like One Punch Man. And we hope you all enjoyed this episode of Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Guys. Because we hope this has been fun and entertaining as well. Brandon? It's been, it's been something. It's It's been pretty satisfying for me, at least. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't good as good for you as it was for me, I understand. My my performance has been lacking lately. I get that. I'm going to be seeing a doctor next week for my my uh, podcast dysfunction issues. I, I will be going to see a doctor about that, Kaz. Don't don't worry. Um, so I'll I'll try and I like 
I, I'm just saying I'll bring it a little better next time. Uh, I, I was sick. I've been stressed out. I, I'm sorry. I will, I will bring it a little better next time. <laughs> but in the meantime, Kaz, tell our fine listeners what you've got going on. Um, there's not much right now. Uh, a lot of background stuff trying to figure out videos and games and recording videos and audio and, and recording video for audio and you know, trying to trying to figure out things so um just go i don't know go I, I, I don't know i don't know what to tell you go to go to watch something cool on youtube go listen to all the djm stuff because i don't got anything for you right now but um, well what about king cast photography um instagram 500 px posting some street stuff for right now but nothing major all right well thank you as always brandon i appreciate you doing this podcast with me i appreciate you as well hey everybody djm here david majors Uh, i'm i'm not sure if i'm still using djm much anymore but you know where you can follow me on twitter at just call me djm all of the delta julia my podcasts are in itunes hey shout out to the guys at three black geeks follow them at the number three black geeks they had me on we talked about dr strange it was fun it was a good time shout out to jackie hearn we talked about the walking dead i guessed it on the walking drunks so I'm, I'm getting stuff out there, everybody. So look for us in iTunes. If you can't find Two Nerdy Black Guys by my name, search for it by the podcast name or David Majors and all of the other stuff through Delta Juliet Mike Media. For King Kaz, this is DJM. Thank you for listening. And you can hear us shoot the shit next time. Mm-hmm. And I am Mm going to see a doctor about my podcast dysfunction. I promise. (laughs) 